May the Lord bless you all. All of those that tune in, all those that listen in, and in this moment who concentrate, those that may close their eyes to hear the teaching, those that may do so to pray, concentrating as if we were all together, close, speaking of the Lord, praying, worshiping His name, and how beautiful it is, all the brothers and sisters together. And the distance or the space may not divide us, for in spirit we are all gathered together to worship and glorify our Lord. Today, we are going to be reflecting upon our Lord, as always, upon the kingdom of heaven, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, let us continue speaking of the parables and the examples that the Lord used to teach His word, His doctrine. Beautiful. So, let us open our Bible to the gospel of Luke, chapter 12. From verse 32 to 40, let us read, title, Treasure in the Heavens. And our Lord says, Do not fear, little flock. This he says to his apostles. A little flock, he says, a small group. They were his sheep, those whom he had called, he had chosen. They followed him everywhere because of the doctrine. And as well, the Lord taught the people, for they followed him. Many multitudes followed him because of the miracles, the signs, and the wonders, all he did. Few truly were wanting to hear the doctrine. But we are here to learn of that marvelous doctrine. This is why the Lord says, Do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So how beautiful, glory to the Lord, that our Lord, it has pleased Him to give us the kingdom of heaven. 33. Sell what you have and give alms. Provide yourselves money bags which do not grow old, a treasure in the heavens that does not fail where no thief approaches nor moth destroys. So imagine this, the riches, the fortune that the Lord here was giving them or telling them about. He was saying that those that were rich or had many possessions, the millionaires, for they to sell and to give to the poor, those who did not have food or clothing, shoes, those who do not have where to live, to sell what they have and to give to these people who were poor, those who were in need. And he says, make money bags which do not grow old, because in the antiquity, since there were no banks, the people would keep their money in special bags or in sacks. And some of them would even bury their treasures, their money. And the Lord tells them, make money bags that do not grow old. For all that you bury will grow old, will rot, or will go bad. But when he says money bags that will not grow old, meaning the spiritual, spiritual bags, 
to keep that spiritual treasure, the treasure that the Lord was teaching his doctrine to believe in God, to complete the commandments of the Lord, to do good works. This was the treasure. This is what it says. Make money bags which do not grow old, a treasure in the heavens that does not fail. And there it says, where no thief approaches, nor moth destroys. So the Lord here was referring to spiritual treasures, a spiritual richness. Not because the Lord was against those whom have riches. No. What the Lord was speaking of, those who were greedy, covetous, selfish, greedy, those who only want to have and have a lot of money, and they are not caring of those who are poor or those who are in need, the orphans, those persons whom do not have a job, or those who do not have the possibility to look for a job, those who don't even make minimum. So the Lord is referring to this type of treasure. And he tells them that if you make treasures and you keep them, the thieves will come and take from you. But the treasure that the Lord is referring to is the spiritual, which is to gain eternal life, to look for the kingdom of heaven, to be just, righteous. That is the treasure that can never grow old, that no one can ever come and take it. It is a treasure that will last forever. It is a treasure that we will take to eternal life. The Lord says in verse 34, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So the Lord is telling them that if you were greedy and you have a lot of money and with this greed, you take from the poor, you steal from them, you charge them extra and you are trying to, and there you are scheming from the poor so that you can have treasures your heart is there in that greed. The day that the Lord calls upon you, that treasure stays and others will take advantage of it. And there you will have lost eternal life because you have nothing to present before our Lord. You take nothing in your hands to present before God. Verse 35, let your waist be girded and your lamps burning, meaning give good example, good testimony leaving aside the greed, the selfishness, abandoning, being materialistic. And there what you have then is to look for the other path, the spiritual eternal life. And he says, and your lamps have to be burning. You have to give good testimony, be good examples, because you ha are going to receive blessings from the Lord. But the Lord is going to give you what you need because the Lord knows that you need material things in your life, but without being greedy, without being covetous. Simply, he, the Lord is reiterating that what is important is it to have that lamp lit, knowing the doctrine, having the commandments, fulfilling the word of the Lord, giving good example and testimony to the people. So that way, many souls and many people, because of our testimony, arrive and want to believe in the Lord. They believe in God and look for him as he deserves. And it continues, and you yourselves, it says, be like men who wait for their master. Those who return from the wedding, here he gives an example that a man who's going to the wedding and he leaves guards, his servants to protect the house, they're in security, 
guarding the property while he goes and comes back. That that servant should be faithful. And he says, who will be like this servant whom the master, when he goes, he will find him. They will be ready to open the door and all is there in his place. Blessed are those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. Find watching, meaning that he found them doing the task that he had assigned to them, fulfilling all the responsibilities. This is what it means, watching. So it says, surely I say to you that he will gird himself, the Lord will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and he will come and serve them. Meaning the Lord will begin to give them a blessing. These men and women, servants of God, those of whom the Lord gave blessings, gifts, to work these gifts and to gain hearts for the kingdom of heaven. That these persons are faithful and steadfast, that they fulfill their obligation and that they do the will of God. And it says that when the Lord comes and returns and finds them doing the work and as well a good task, meaning that the person dies and that moment of their death, they died fulfilling before God completely with what the Lord wanted them to do. So the Lord then would bless them. And even more so, the Lord would serve them and to place them in the first places. And even if the second watch or in the third watch, in any moment that he comes, those servants that are watching faithful, they should be ready and prepared to give him the welcome. This is what the Lord wants from all of us, men and women, all of those whom the Lord has given the opportunity to know his path, has given us spiritual gifts. And we should be faithful, steadfast, continuing forward, shining and being that lamp that burns with testimony to win many hearts for the kingdom of heaven. And that the persons as well be that example, do what we do, seeing the example that they follow. And as well, the Lord will be pleased and will be blessing and will compensate as he wants Verse 39, but know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. This is an example that if the head of household knows when a thief is going to come and steal from him, he would be watching day and night. But since he does not know in the same way as our spiritual life, therefore you also be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at the hour you do not expect. So we as well, our spiritual life, we should be prepared in all moments. When it says that these persons were watching, waiting for their master, or that that head of household was watchful for the thief not to enter, because if he knew that they were going to steal, he would not sleep. He'd be watching day and night, guarding his house. The Lord says that we, that watching means our spiritual life, that we have to be attentive every day of our life, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, every day, every day of the year, we need to be prepared spiritually speaking and to be with our Lord, being cautious of falling in sin, of falling in the traps of the enemy, doing what is right being merciful and 
removing from us all materialism, being greedy, all lack of trust, being unbelieving. We have to be attentive, always following the Lord, working for the Lord. With our testimony, we work for the Lord with our good example and as well with the spiritual gifts and as well with the doctrine when we evangelize, when we speak to someone about God, when we teach in many ways, we are serving the Lord. And this is well we call watching, watching for our spiritual life so that in any moment, in which death may surprise us, we are there ready, ready to be before the presence of the Lord. So therefore, all of these parables and illustrations, the Lord Jesus Christ gave in one way or another for the people to understand that it was better to look for the kingdom of heaven, to look for the spiritual, to look for the things of God versus the material things of life, because all the material things perishes and ends. An eternal life does not. The spiritual life is not going to end ever. And that is what is important, for that will continue forever. Here in Mark 13, there are two beautiful verses. Mark 13, it reads, the Lord says, speaking to his apostles and the people, that in the life of the Lord, situations would arise with tribulation, difficulties, problems, because of course the enemy, the devil, will place all of this in the life of each person. But that does not mean that it be a reason to fail, to turn back, or to not fulfill with the commandments of the Lord. So the Lord as well was warning and saying, for example, among all the tribulation and the problems that you may have in your life, because you serve the Lord and gain hearts for the Lord or preaching the kingdom of heaven, you are going to find yourself that the brother may betray his brother to death and his father will go against his child or as well will turn over his child to death. And the children will rise up against the parents and will may put them to death because of the preaching of the word of the Lord because of walking in the truth of God, of giving good example and testimony, of being and having spiritual treasures that go to eternal life. So these persons, perhaps those who are greedy, unbelieving and stubborn, they are not going to like this and they are going to become enemies within the same family because of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, because of believing in the word of the Lord, because of reading the Bible. So they become enemies, parents against children, children against their parents, brothers and siblings. And so therefore there will be divisions within the family. They may be criticisms, but the Lord Jesus Christ said, and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But what is important, and this is what the Lord says, but he who endures to the end, but until the end of his life, but he who endures to the end, the end of his life, he shall be saved. So this is why we have to struggle for this salvation. And we have to struggle till the last moment of our life. 
Let us not be anguished or worried for what the devil may do in our life or seeing that there are enemies within our household or our neighbors or friends. Let us not worry that we gather so many treasures or harbor so many riches, but let us worry for acquiring spiritual riches, doctrine, knowledge of the things of God. Let us worry of having God in our heart because the Lord will be with us to accompany us in the path that we have. May the Lord be our shade and may he help us and guard us. And that in that moment, that death may surprise us. I will be with the Lord and he will receive me. And then there it will be fulfilled all of these blessings and promises when it says that he will sit us in tables with a banquet and a feast to celebrate and he will be serving us and attendant to us so how beautiful it is to fight for the path of the lord to struggle to live the true gospel of our lord jesus christ to follow his steps and to follow him this is what is beautiful and in this is what we should always worry of so let us now pray to our Lord so that he may help us. And at the same time, we're going to be praying for petitions, needs, and for the illnesses. Blessed Lord, all-powerful, I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that we have of being able to read the Bible, reflecting upon your word and your doctrine, learning of your path, to continue forward, to march forward, to know how to live, to do things correctly, and one day to be before your presence in eternity, enjoying of peace, blessings, and happiness with you, my Lord, there in eternity. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this privilege. I ask you, Lord, that in this moment you extend your hand upon all the persons, all the people, those with needs, especially those whom are willing in their heart, those that want to have willingness in their heart to hear your word, to follow your path, those that desire and want to read the Bible, to find your truth. Bless them, Lord. Extend your hand. Guard them. Protect them. Your hand of power. Blessing in every aspect of their life, spiritually and materially. I ask, O oh Lord, because there are many whom have wants and desires in their heart, and they ask for those wants. Grant them and their petitions and the needs that each one have as well, Lord. Grant, help them, Lord, to resolve their problems and their situations give them abundantly that they not lack that they have abundance in food and clothing a place to live give them the money they need to pay their debts so that they may live better holy lord asking in the glorious name of your son jesus christ that you extend your healing hand and that you may be healing diverse diseases in their body physically and as well, heal, Lord, every mental illness, rebuke and cast out every evil spirit, every curse and spell, every curse. 
Let it be removed, deliver them, cleanse them, give them peace and joy. Those persons that suffer, remove the bitterness, the sadness, the desolation. Look at the marriage, look at the couples, those that may want to separate or divorce, the parents who abandon their children or women who abandon their children, those who want to separate, give them understanding, give love, affection, so that the family can stay united with example, with all that is best, so that the families and these children can grow up with their parents, with their mother, and they receive good example, and that they not have traumas in their life or feel shame. Let it be you blessing and delivering them all, breaking chains of slavery from the devil, chains of oppression. Extend your hand, O Lord. Bless them. Guard them. Thank you, Father. Thank you for hearing us, for listening, for looking upon us. Blessed and exalted is your name forevermore. Thank you, Lord. Let us sing to the Lord, Chorus 150, Give Me Oil. Santo Espíritu llena mi vida. Pues por Cristo yo quiero brillar. Santo Espíritu llena mi vida. Úsame las almas a salvar. Alabanzas, alabanzas, alabanzas doy a Cristo el Rey. Alabanzas, alabanzas, alabanzas doy al Rey. Santo Espíritu llena mi vida, pues por Cristo yo quiero brillar. Santo Espíritu llena mi vida. Úsame las almas a salvar. Alabanzas, alabanzas, alabanzas doy a Cristo el Rey. Alabanzas, alabanzas, Glory be to the Lord. Thank you. May the Lord bless you all in a great way. Until the next time.